Good morning. This is Nick Augustine here with Mark Scroggins, and we're at Scroggins Law Group in Frisco, and we are talking about common reasons people get divorced this morning. Hey, Nick. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark, and I know that it's getting to be time that people are looking at divorce because kids are back in school, and there's a lot of reasons that people decide they finally want to pull the trigger. Well, there really are. Um, you know, it can be any one of a number of things, but it's kind of funny. Most people seem to think that infidelity is the biggest reason that people get divorced. And, and while that's on the list, that is far from being the, uh, the biggest one. Typically, uh, you know, it's all about finances. That tends to be what really is the, uh, is the harbinger of if folks are getting divorced or not. So when we look at finances, it can be a matter of, I mean, there's so many things. There can be the spenders versus savers. There's also the person with the struggling small business. There's someone who's always going to make it, not make it. There's people spending money on a girlfriend. There's all sorts of crazy things that happen. Yeah, now that last one kind of goes back into the infidelity deal. But, right. but uh, you know, the money typically, I think what you first said is, is more along the lines of it, where, you know, someone's a spender and someone's a saver. You've got, uh, you can also have situations where people are just, scraping to make ends meet, you know, and due to no, no fault of their own as far as, you know, spending or savings habits that they're frugal and, and do what they need to do there. But that, you know, typically that is a situation where people are just kind of locked into a position they don't feel they can get out of either because they need the, um, they need the insurance benefits because they have, you know, a number of kids mm -hmm. um, and they can't, you know, go out and afford to get it on their own. Uh, or, you know, not highly educated, and so they've got a limit on what they're going to make. But the, you know, the one that I run into the most is the spender safe deal. Right. So, you know, it is, uh, you can have someone that makes, you know, 75000 and they've got 250000 sitting there in savings and investments. Uh, I have seen plenty of others that, you know, make a half million dollars a year that are damn near going paycheck to paycheck, you know, and sometimes there are, you know, explanations for it. Maybe they're building a business and the business is requiring all the money to go back into it. Um, but that changes over a period of time. Well, and, you know, so. and people's expectations change while, you know, people get married who are young. It's, well, all we need is a love and a sunset and uh, everything else and we're all good who needs money and right. as you get older you get towards you know we're putting kids through college and you're looking at retirement and are we gonna be able to retire and someone's wondering am I gonna be that Walmart greeter and I've worked you know and you got someone who maybe isn't working and you look at retirement and this is not looking very good yeah that's uh, that's where it can be really rough I mean you know so one of the uh, one of the important things that I would suggest is you know if you have not gotten married yet, you and your fiance need to have realistic discussions about money and what your expectations are. Point. You know, and a lot of people don't do that because mm -hmm. you know you're you're in the lust phase right. right there. You know, you're not thinking about you know 15 years down the road and you've got you know 2.3 kids and and you know one's in travel soccer and one's playing volleyball, travel you know uh, club teams and uh, not thinking about all that kind of stuff. So. It's important to think about that. And then, you know, even after you've gotten married, and this goes with any problem, not just financial, but if you've got, if there is conflict between the two of y'all, and I'm not talking your everyday kind of stuff, but something that continues to come up time and time again, 
you know, it ain't going to get resolved just by pushing it down and not dealing with it. Okay? Right. You know, you need to deal with it. And that might be going to a financial planner together and finding out, okay, what do we need to get, what do we need to do to get where we want to get by the time we want to get it, okay? Um, and then sitting down with a counselor and talking about, you know, spending habits, perceptions of spending habits, you know, uh, is only one person working? Uh, do you need both people to work? How mm -hmm. does that impact things? Is childcare factored into that decision? So there are a lot of moving parts, but that is, you know, that is a huge reason that people get, uh, get divorced. It tends to be the catalyst that leads to so many other problems. Do people ask you about, are they a bad person? Should they feel guilty? Are they being greedy? Are they, because, you know, when we put money in front of love and our family, I mean, that's what it feels like, even though at the end of the day, we need to protect, protect ourselves and be well prepared for life and everything that happens. Um, do people ever have moral and... Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's not a... Everybody's different. You know, everybody's different. So what your morality is and what my morality is can be totally different. And there's nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. okay? You know, we're not... Despite what a lot of people would try to tell you, I think, especially the PC crowd right now, that we should be just all this one homogenous society, I think that's totally unrealistic. It's not going to happen. Okay, and what I'm talking about there is I might have different needs or different wants or desires as far as savings or spendings than you do, but it's not, you know, I'm not, it's not my place to judge you for that, you know what I mean? Now, if I am married to someone, we need to be compatible in that regard. If we're not, it's going to be a, a constant source, and so people will want to know, well, what's quote-unquote normal? You know, great question. You know, what's normal <laughs> on a lot of stuff? You know, you will see stuff, and we can talk about well, this when we get... what is normal when? Well, and that, that's right. But, I mean, there, that is a loaded question across yep. so many different things. It's just like, you know, you've got in uh, where people talk about lack of intimacy. Well, how, how often should my spouse and I be having sex? You know, what's normal there? You know, shit, man, I don't know what normal is there, you know, and I would be willing to bet you that... Um, <laughs> You know, most sex therapists or most marriage counselors aren't going to be able to tell you what is quote-unquote quote, normal because right. people are different and different things factor in with all their history because you marry, you know, not just that person but all the baggage that they bring along with them that creates what is their normal, well, so to speak. And so when we look at our, you know, the second thing I hear, you know, romance decreasing and intimacy disappearing, sure. that could be a function of all sorts of things from medical issues to... The, the whole dreaded midlife crisis, everyone, right. you know, um, you know, people looking at how much time do I have left, you know, and there's different things that trigger things in our lives. And it could be in our careers where at one point we were at the top of our game and now we're seeing a crop of people coming up, especially those who work in technology. They fear they're getting surpassed. You know, we were not as spry as we used to. There's all sorts of things that can lead into that. Well, there's no question about that. And, you know, so... I think God played an interesting joke on folks when he made men and women and found that, you know, when you look at the intimacy thing, men need sex generally to feel closer or intimate with their partner. Women need emotional security to want to have sex. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's this kind of catch-22 type of thing. And so it can go round and round. Um, 
you know, a lot there. Also, there are all kinds of different factors that play into it, not just medical, but let's talk about if you've got all of these problems with, uh, if you've got all these problems financially, mm -hmm. okay? So people are feeling stress, okay? Well, when the stress level goes up and you think that the person that you were married to is the cause of the stress, it does not exactly promote an intimate environment Correct. or the desire to, uh, the desire for intimacy. Mm -hmm. So, so then, you know, it's just, it is a, one thing it, leads to the other. It, it really is. I mean, it's just a, a ball that picks up steam as it rolls downhill. Right. You know, you've got all these financial problems. So that creates discord of con or conflict of personalities. Right? Which is intimacy problems. And now we have an inability to resolve basic conflicts because right. underneath it seems like that it's the, you know, whatever we say in our breath, you said it before when passing in the hallway. You know? Right. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, there are all kinds of problems there. So that goes to, you know, that goes right into uh, this inability to resolve conflicts. You know, so that's another big reason. What, what does that mean? Well, that runs across all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. You don't have the ability to, if there's a constant tension between you and your spouse, then that creates a horrible living environment. You know, and people, it is amazing that I still to this day hear about, well, we're just gonna stay together until the kids get out of high school or until the kids get out of college. We're staying together. For the kids well what you need to remember is that your kids are looking to you whether you realize it or not whether you want to acknowledge it or not to see what is a quote unquote normal relationship between spouses right okay so if they see that you and your spouse are dog cussing one another talking shit about the other in front of the kids uh doing all that and i'm not talking about arguments arguments happen and that's a good thing in my opinion for kids to see because that's realistic Thinking that a relationship is one where, there, where there's never any conflict is not realistic. Now, let's okay? keep it verbal, though. Yeah, keep it, obviously. <laughs> let's keep obviously. it verbal. Yeah, so that's, you know, go look at, or look at other uh, <laughs> podcasts we've done on protective orders yeah. for that. But, um, but yeah, if you can't resolve those, those conflicts, then it just creates a stressful living environment that nobody is happy in. Right. So then we've got so we got financial problems leading to intimacy problems, and now we have an inability to resolve conflicts. Right. It's almost like being stuck at a job that you hate, and the, the people are, you know, it's like we see movies about that. Right. You know, and they just can't. People would rather jump off a bridge than wake up and have their next day. And so all these things, you know, it gets to leading to saying, why did I marry this person? I love this person at one point. What went wrong? Now I just can't stand this person on a need to get out. And so maybe they're seeing that they, you know, when you're doing all this introspective looking around, is it me, is it them? And we're keying in on that. Maybe this person and I have very different interests and priorities, not only going into the future of things we wish we would have done. And I'm just at a point where I just can't reconcile this. Well, and that happens a lot too. So, I mean, you know, there's a reason that you hear about opposites attract, mm -hmm. okay? And sometimes that's great and it works out well. And lots of other times it doesn't. The other thing that can happen is, you know, it's all great when you come out, you know, you're just coming out of school and so your responsibilities are, you know, minimal, okay? But as, as life goes on and you, you start to, you buy a house and you have kids and the kids get older and they're involved in extracurriculars. And so let's just say if it's a normal, you know, marriage with two kids involved, uh, a marriage between husband and wife, okay? And 
um, the the boy is playing football, okay? Or let's actually let's let's say baseball because that's more of the club related. And let's say the daughter is involved in volleyball and you know is fantastic on that. Well, guess what? You're going to have some overlap with the times that these things are. Uh, with the practices and with the games and if you're traveling for tournaments and mm -hmm. things like that. And so there is going to be a time where one spouse is going to have to go with one kid and one spouse is going to have to go with the other. What I have seen is if those roles or positions are static, so if dad always goes with son to the baseball tournaments and if mom always goes with daughter to the volleyball tournaments, that's a problem. There's not much, all of a sudden you're creating, you're creating a, a natural divide just based on what you're doing. In my opinion, that kind of, that stuff needs to switch up a little bit mm -hmm. so that you've got some common things to talk about. There can also be, you know, if someone wants to talk about their work all the time, guess what? I want to know what's going on in your life, but good Lord, enough <laughs> is enough. Right. You know, I don't want to hear about all the drama all the time. You know, that's just freaking wears you out you know there's not a not a need for that so finding some common interests is important you know maybe um, maybe you like to ride bikes you know mountain bikes or road bikes or you know cyclocross or you know any one of those maybe maybe you're into running maybe you're you know y'all are big chess players I don't know you know but somewhere there's a commonality of interest hell it could just be watching Netflix mm -hmm. you know I don't know but you need to find something that you can do together, and you need to make sure that you remember to uh, to take care of the relationship that spawned the kids. Right. <laughs> you know, otherwise, all you're doing is you know you're just playing friends who are raising kids. Well, right. And you know, doing the things outside of the normal grind and the routine mm -hmm. can sort of you know when we're not because we're, we're like stuck in our roles, you know, and we're kind of a function of everything going on in our lives. But then once we can sit and go on a bike ride or go fishing or go do something, go on a whatever, you're separated from everything and talking to each other and having like little funny jokes about what's going on in the situation. Right. And maybe remember why y'all are together in the first place, you know, and find these things and have those good talks and things can come out of that. And maybe it's time. And I think there's a lot of people who do go through that and... You know, Absolutely. Try to decide because it's a big decision to decide to get divorced. Of course. And it's not something that you want to do and then, you know, immediately regret it because you were just freaking out about money one day. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, uh, divorce is never a decision that should be made you know, in a knee-jerk type, mm -hmm. uh, type of reaction. I will say with one caveat that if there's physical violence, you need to get right. that out. Right. Okay. Um, and that's just... It's not to say that a person can't ever change, but the instances of change without the person taking some extremely, extremely strong steps in counseling and other things are very rare. Yeah. Um, you know, then it, it basically is going to, you definitely don't want to knee jerk with the exception of that, mm -hmm. that deal. I mean, because it, it is a total life changer. Now, having said that, Everybody is different. You know, what is important to you may not be important to me. What, uh, you know, and this cuts across so many different areas. I mean, so, you know, it could be different circles of friends. I don't like her friends. She doesn't like my friends. It could be religious-based. You know, we're seeing, you know, that is becoming 
more and more. You know, some some religions might not be as inclusive uh, as you would like, or want to tell you that you've got to believe this way, or you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you could have stuff. I mean, it doesn't seem like many people understand that we're supposed to be able to differ in political views and actually act like grown-ups instead of acting like a bunch of petulant children. What a who, concept. You believe this, then we can't be friends. Mm, okay. right. you know what? I will defri- I will get you rid of you on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good riddance, in my opinion. <laughs> Bye. So, but that's the thing. And then there's there's other stuff, you know, like what I said earlier. When you marry that person, you, you marry the baggage that they bring with them. Mm-hmm. So trauma in childhood. If someone was a member in the armed services and saw combat and... Uh, has PTSD. Flashbacks. Yeah, all kinds of things. You know, there can be all kinds of things that create problems. So it's important to be open and honest with the person that you are married to. And um, what I will tell people a lot of the time is, you know, if you are thinking about it, but you're not sure, it probably behooves you to go talk to a counselor by yourself and figure out what is important to you, you know? Generally, we've all got certain things that are deal breakers. You know, what can I and can I not live with? Mm-hmm. Uh, and those change over time. Too. Yeah, that's absolutely. You know, what would have been... We all uh, change. Well, that's right. People we change. Well, what would have been a deal breaker for me at 25 is not the same at 52 now. Right. You know, it's totally different. So so those are all things to, to really consider. And understand, you don't have to... It's important for you to be true to who you are. You know, and you don't have to stifle who you are to be with someone else. You just need to figure out what is right for you. You know, at the end of the day, it's really important that we get these this information from the right professionals and not from TV or Hollywood. I mean, everyone that loves that. What's that one movie with George Clooney? The, um, the, it's George Clooney and oh, I can't no remember. Idea. Catherine Zeta Jones, and it was the massy prenup, and he had the prenup, and they're always like, oh, I'm exposed. And it was, she had the guy following, the private eyes, like, oh, he talked to that woman, like, too closely, and I want a divorce, you know, so, I mean, don't get your, your advice from movies in Hollywood, although it's entertaining, talk to a board-certified lawyer, experienced person, mental health person, right. all the great people. Right, and understand that just because, just because your friend got divorced, or because your friend stayed together with with their spouse. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's right for you. And I guarantee you, you do not know all the circumstances that were involved there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basing your beliefs on what you see the outsides of other people is tragic and it doesn't work out well. Absolutely. For more information, people want to talk to you and continue this dialogue. How's the best to get in touch? You can always call our office at 214-469-3100, or you can send me an email at mark at scrogginslawgroup.com. All right. Thank you all for listening, and please uh, do go ahead and share this podcast as you may find it with other people because no one wears it as a sandwich board walking up and down the street that I'm having marital problems. And we'd rather have people get the good uh, information from all the right sources. So thank you all for sharing, and we'll be back next time. Thank you much.